good morning, good afternoon, good evening, blessed and free family, 63 family, from wherever you may be listening from in the world. Welcome to Blessed and Free 63, where Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's start off with a word of prayer and then take us into where God wants us to be. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we look to you and we thank you, Father God, for your goodness, for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for everything that you do for us, Father God. We thank you for opening our eyes, Father God. We thank you for teaching us what we need to learn. Father God, help us from the patience, Father God, to read the word, your word, to read the books that you put in front of us, to do what you call us to do, Father God. Walk in your destiny and your purpose, fulfilling the plans that you have for our life, and they are good and not evil. So, Father God, as we look to you, Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. May you open our eyes, Father God, that we see as you see, and we don't allow people to dictate who they think we are and not live by who you say we are. In Father God, as we put our families and our loved ones before you, Father God, whatever the situation may be, Father God, the yoke has been broken and we have been set free. So as we look to you, Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you for the freedom that you have given us. We thank you for the love. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for hope. We thank you for peace, Father God. And we look to you, Father God, as the starter and the finisher of every good thing in our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And the word is, don't let anyone put a cap on your life. I, <laughs> you know, you know, I know that sometimes people, you just say, you, you can't limit, you can't limit God for where he speaks to you. Because God can speak to you. From anywhere. But I've found sometimes. With me. That sometimes. On my walks. Sometimes in my kitchen. <laughs> well. Well really it talks to me everywhere. <laughs> but. When I go. When I when I go on. When I used to go on my walk. I, I. You know I don't know if it's because of the open space. Or whatever it is. But God speaks. To me. And some, it's sometimes. It's things. Probably something that I'm thinking about. Probably not, nothing that I'm thinking about. But probably it wants to show me something. And this, mo this morning. As I was walking. I, I started to think about. Uh, I seen someone. And I said. I, I um you know, I said hello to, to them. I used to see them on the road, but I actually saw, saw them in the house that they lived in. And I started to, as I started to walk, I started to think back to where I live. And I remember I've, I, I've lived in this house for, from 2000 and, I think it's 2000, um, is it 2002? And I remember, that, I remember when I was shown the house, that I that um I was I was told by the person that showed me the house that this is as good as it gets, and even even living there for for the years that I've lived there now, and it is a lovely area because I've thanked God when I've passed the parks and everything else. It is a lovely area to live in, and I realize that a lot of the people that used to live used to live around me they've I it's either been old or the older people have um they've either they've either died or had to go into nursing homes and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of younger people that different people that have moved in the area but they're they're people that you know and it's 
I realize that sometimes when people, it just takes one person to disturb the peace of an area. And I remember a few years ago, a lot of years ago now, there was someone that had moved in and they really disrupted the area that people have, that people uh, moved because a lady was saying to me that her, her husband can't get his dress to go to, and he's got to get up to go to work in the morning. So actually, so the house and moved somewhere else. So you know that there is disruption that that one person can bring, and um, that that person was was moved out of the area, and you got the peace of the area back. But when I started to think, I started to think deeper. About when the person said that this is it, this is as good as it gets, and I realized that um, people put caps on your life. They people cap your life to say that this is the limit. This this is a, this is the only this is only this is the only limit that you can get to. And if if you be, if you're gonna always believe what people say, like you could be studying and they say that ah oh, this is the only level that you can get at. And you say, okay, then if that's the only level that I can get at, that I'm sticking to that. But that's not what God says. That's not what God says. And I was re I I um I was listening to a a program before, and they were saying about but um is it a sociologist or someone had written in the in the paper, and they had said that it's not really. He was saying it's not good to always ask people opinion of something that you want to do because people will only tell you based on what they think the level that you can be at because there's time when you've probably made a plan to say that this is what you this is what you want to study this is what you this is a company you want to work for this is what you want to do and then people will tell you because they think that you you just belong to that level that they'll give you the advice to stay at that level so they will say it's not good to ask people advice in certain choices that you're making it's best to know for yourself what you want to do because you're the best person to know yourself and when i started to think about it i think that you can you can be stuck in a place in in your mind because of what other people have said there's things that people have said to people that ah oh, you 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 you're no good anyway ah oh, your dad was no good this was no good. and and they they label you and then people start re rethinking what what people have said it's not what God has said but it's just what people have said and then when I said I said to myself I'm gonna look to see to see um what it do, what it really means to, to put a cap on something. And that's what it is. Put in a limit. Like they said that if the example that they gave that if somebody's gonna buy a car and they'll they'll put a cap on the amount that they, they're gonna spend. And it's putting it's if it's you putting a worth on something and putting a cap on something. And I realize sometimes we don't move we don't move on in life because of the, the opinion of other people. And we start to see then then we start to say what people say. And that's not what God says. I, <laughs> it's just funny. <clears throat> Life is funny with, with how things get into your hands. And I know that I've got a book called A Balanced Christian Life by Watchman Me. And there's Watchman Lee as well. And I remember, I remember some years ago, a few, a few years ago, 
that I got to introduce to the Watchman Lee. I think it was the Recovery Bible. I don't know. And I usually listen to listen to them on the radio as well. I don't know how <laughs> I, I first got in contact with them. But I know that I went to a conference that they had before. And they they, they go deeper into the Christian faith. And I know that they spent time in prison and everything like that for the faith. Because they're Chinese. And I was, I usually, when I'm, when I'm traveling, I usually like to bring a book with me. Sometimes I don't get to end up reading it because sometimes if the paper, they get they have free papers on the bus. Sometimes I might take the paper. Sometimes I might go on my phone and I don't get to read, to really read the book. And sometimes I'm asking God to break me out of the habit of buying books and then just reading a verse, just reading a chapter and thinking that's all I need to know. And the rest of the book is still there. And the other the other morning I had to leave out early. I think it was a twenty past twenty past eight appointment at the doctor's. And I left that left out early to go to the doctor. I don't know about anywhere else in the world, but when we get to a, a retirement age, we get a a bus pass, a free bus pass that makes us travel, but we've got to travel after nine thirty. And when I because the point was early, I paid. You have to if you pay if you want to go earlier, you pay. There's some that uh, there's a fake fee that you, a fare that you put in to cover you. It's not as much as the original fare would be, but you just to cover you. So I paid that because I had wanted to go to my doctor's appointment. But on my way back, and which was still early, <laughs> and I I couldn't have sat down in the doctor's surgery until until it was time for me to use my bus pass. So I said I'm gonna walk down to my I Street. And I had a card to post and I wanted to go to the the fruit vegetable shop and to go to look for some ear for some olive oil eardrops. And because that by that time, the, not half nine would have come that I could um, get that I could uh, take the bus to get back home. And I looked at I am. I walked, I went and I went and looked and looked and looked. And then, you know, when you are, you're coming out, you're going around in circles because you're going to this place where you could have gone into that place. And I found that when I crossed over the road now to to um, to go to, to, I said I was going to go to the post office, but I went to the fruit shop first and whatever. But I see when I was crossed, when I, I crossed over, I seen the bus that, that, that I needed and it wasn't, gonna, the next one wasn't going to come till about, 20, I think it comes every 20 minutes. So I said, now, <laughs> now I'm, I'll just go and do what I'm going to do. And then I'll just go over and sit, let the bus stop and just wait. But I looked at the shops at the side and there was an Oxfam bookshop there. And I said, after I've looked at the shop, I said, let me go and look in the Oxfam shop, you know, just to pass time. And I seen this book, A Balanced Christian Life. And it was a, it was a new book that... Uh, it had it had come from other Christian bookshop that I got closed that closed down before that I used to buy my books as well, and when I looked, I, you know, I, sometimes I look at the front page, I look at the first pages, and I said, "Oh yeah, this this is um, this is something that I can read." So on the way to my mother's yesterday, I bought it to read, and I I did, <laughs> I got the free paper, but I didn't read it. I did start reading it, and. I read it when I was on my way back as well. And what 
what the, what it was saying that the book was saying is that the Christian life is like going through a gate and you're getting to that gate and you can choose to either sit down at that gate stand up at that gate or you can choose to go around to go to walk around to walk around the kingdom to to see what to get to know God more to do all the things in the kingdom and it it's it was saying that we don't know we don't get the fullness of what's in Christ Jesus because the Bible tells us everything that we need is in Christ Jesus but we don't really get the fullness of it because sometimes we just say from we don't go to hell or we, we want the kingdom for from we don't go to hell uh, that's that's all we need and then we don't get transformed our mind doesn't get transformed because we still do the things that we used to do when we were outside the gate but the only thing that we're sure of is because we've got salvation so on judgment day we won't be we won't be going to hell we'll be going with jesus and god wants our christian walk to be more than that he wants it to be more than that and i will be reading this book because this morning i woke up to prayers and i i i just i started to pray them as well and i just felt that a yoke had been broken from over my life because I realized that, you know, when you, you know, when sometimes you, you, sometimes you, you stand still, sometimes you stand still and you stop doing the things that you used to do that increase your faith. Because he was saying that every trial, every tribulation, everything that we go through that strengthens our walk, that strengthens our walk because we get to know that no matter what we go through that god is there because he promised never to leave us and he ne never to forsake us and he was explaining that every word that's in the bible is for a battle and a situation that we go through so all we have to do is just find that word for that battle for that situation that we're going through and we be victorious because we're in a different kingdom we're in a different kingdom and it's word activated and it's activated by God's word for us, for us. And if the words of the Bible, it's not a simple, it, the Bible is, I know they said Bible means book, but it's more than a, it's more than a book because I tell you, it's a holy Bible. It's a holy book. And the words that are there are inspired by God. The experience and the situations that are there, God wanted them to be written there that we could see. We could see life. And that we could see what was possible. And he tells us there's nothing impossible for God. It tells us that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard the things that he'll do for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And some people have a problem when they say uh, preordained. That means that God has no saying that God has known you from the beginning. And they say that means that God has already chosen his people. And, and what about the other people? But he says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And he said that those who are ever laden, he says, come to me. He has, a, he has a door open that everybody can come. So even uh, even if he calls you, because I know that I've read, so there's something that I've read that really has, 
set me free when he said that you can't come to God unless he has called you. And when you look at it to say, in all the world, and he would have chosen to call you, that means that your salvation isn't simple. That means that it's, that means that it's precious. And I know that I went online. There was a Rima, there's a Rima correspondence course that I did some years ago. And I got a, um, a certificate for life of prayer. And I was going to do the, I was going to do all the units, but when I did the one, unit, I just stopped at that one. But I said to myself that I'm going, I'm going back to do the other, to do the other units as well. And along with it, when I was, you know, when you go online, there's, there was actually this call, even though I paid and I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing at the Rima correspondence. There was also a, a, a course from a Bible, from a Bible school in America that is, that's correspondence, that's correspondence course, that's free. And it's it, Bible studies by mail, is it PO Box 277? Yes, it's in America, and the the what they started on is a new life in Christ, and I got I got a certificate because I've done completed level level one, but what it shows you is that there is a new life, and there's people in the world, there's other people that belong to God, or the people that belong to the world. And there is a division. There is a division. And when when we come into the kingdom, we are supposed to change because someone can be someone can be swearing and going and God said he doesn't like profane words. And somebody will t they'll still tell you that they're a Christian. But it's not somebody could be smoking smoking weed, smoke doing what they're doing. And they still say they're a Christian. That means that there's a difference between just standing at the gate and having salvation. And going further in what he has called you to be. And I realize that it's deeper. The, being a Christian is deeper than what we think. It's deeper than the life that we live. Because when it says all our blessings and everything is in Christ, that's deep. And we have to say, what are the blessings? What are the things that are in Christ? That they're all in him. and that But they belong to us because we have called upon his name. And God has given us salvation. And if we remember, if it's only if he, he only calls you. Because he, he has created you for that purpose. And he expects you to live the life as an example that other people will want to. Because you know that you, you I remember before 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 I became a Christian. Long before I became a Christian. But I remember meeting a, some Christian people and they had they had home. They had um, home meetings they met where they met in the house and I went to their meeting and then they, there was, they used to meet in a hall and 
we went into the hall. But we all we always remembered that, you know, how the care that they showed. And I think I was go I was going through a situation in my life at that time where I really needed to see love from people because there was a lot of rejection, ridicule, and everything else. And the the way that we live our life, even you know, we we think that we think that it doesn't matter because sometimes we think that it doesn't matter, but it does because. People only want something that they know is good. And sometimes it, it becomes a culture and a way of life to say, you go to church, but you still, got, you still go back home to do the things that you did before you went to church. Before you got saved. And people are looking at us to say, yes, it's, it's worth it. And I realize that the people in the world, they believe in prayer. They believe in prayer. And if you read and if you speak to some something to them from the Bible and talk about something, they they're they're eager to listen as well. But they 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 want to see something in you that makes them think, yes, this thing that they talk about is real. And there's, we, you know, sometimes we excuse ourselves. We say we're not perfect, we're only human. And yes, all of that. But God expects us to live a balanced life. He expects us to have victory in him, reading his word. Because I always remember the power of God's word. When I was on, when I was on holiday visiting my father, family and i can i cannot remember what somebody had said to me what somebody had done that had offended me but i remember going into the house and taking my bible and reading it i can't remember the verse that i read but i know that that old verse changed my attitude to the situation and what had happened so I know there's power in God's word and it can change our attitude and our minds. But we're not to put a cap. When we're Christians, we're not to put a cap on our lives or allow people to put a cap. Uh, that, that's all right for you. That, that Sometimes you'll stay in places because people have said, oh, oh, that's a lovely house. That's a lovely area. That's a lovely thing. And yet... It, there, there's there's nothing wrong that it's true but probably God has something even better for you he might have something better for you you might be in a rented house he might want to he might want you to buy some he want might want to help you to buy something somewhere else you never know but if you just put a cap on what people say you end up living your life by what people by what somebody has said, this is the best that it gets. Nobody can say the best that it gets. Only God can tell you that it's the best that it gets. Because nobody knows what God has, the plans that God has for you. Nobody knows the plans that God has for us. So, 
saying this, all that to say this, let's live our best life. Trust in God, knowing that he has brought us through the gate. He has called us. He has called us by his love. And all we have to do is walk in his purpose. I remember when I got saved in my house over a situation, I thought that was there was an injustice that had happened. And I I remember that the songs that I used to sing, love lifted me. Because it's just this love that came when I woke up the morning and he said, what do we do when judges of this earth judge us wrongly? And I went in the bedroom that my grandchildren were in. There was a Bible, the tradition of always having an open Bible. And I don't know what I read. I cannot say what I read, but I know that after I've read it, I started, I was crying and I said, God is a holy true judge. And I called my daughter who was, who, who was sharing a house with a brother at the time because he had got baptized before. And I said to her, tell, tell your brother to come and get me to brick to go to church. Cause he, he had got baptized a few months early. I think it was. And he, yes. And he was attending the church, the same church he attended. There was a church. That I also got baptized. His sister got baptized there as well. And my husband got baptized there as well. So, God starts you off somewhere and he helps you to walk in the purpose. And sometimes we forget the power of the cross, but there's a power in the cross. There is a power in the cross. There is a power of the cross. It is powerful and we're not living to our full potential. When we don't hold on to Jesus. Hold on to him and his promises. And we put a cap on our faith. We put a cap on our life. We put a cap on our children. We put a cap on graduate. There's sometimes there's children that want to do this. And they, they want to. They, they love certain sports. And they want to do it. And because the parents think that. Uh, oh, it's going to be too much work for them to get there. It's going to be. They're going to be able to afford it. A lot of different things. And it puts a cap. And the ability of your child. We're not to put no caps on no one. We're to trust God. And he will always make a way for us. Father God we thank you for your goodness. Oh Lord we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you that your love never fails. We thank you that you never leave us. We thank you that you never forsake us. We thank you that you help us to walk in the newness of life. We thank you Lord for all that you're doing. And all that you continue to do. We thank you for your strength. That strengthened us. Father God we thank you for faith. That helps us to walk in the newness of life. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And if you want to know the Lord for yourself, he offers an opportunity to everyone. He said that if we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and we go to him and ask him to forgive us and repent of our past sins and ask him to help us to live a better life. He'll move us from darkness into his perfect light. And then he'll help us to find a Bible-believing church where we, we go and we get discipled, learn the word of God, and we get a relationship with him. And get baptized. That is just a sign to the world that we have decided to wash up the, the sins of our past of the world and 
come to the newness of life in him. So we go down as our whole self and are resurrected back up again in him. And I I got baptized in 2003, I think it was. And it was the best decisions that I've ever made. And I know that there's times when the road has been rocky, but God has made them smooth. And he's always rescued me <laughs> from some things that I got myself into as well. So we need to trust him and don't put a cap on your life. There's nothing impossible for God. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you and so do I.